0: Justifies the growing concerns among scientists and activists and governments. And everybody's been promising to slash greenhouse gas emissions. And yet here we are, seemingly standing frozen in a clear view of our addiction to fossil fuels in not just this country, but in the global community. The taps not being turned off to Russia. In a time to defund their war on Ukraine. I mean, it's as it's as dialed in and dialed down as that. One of the things that we all also must realize is that we can't flip a switch and change to what needs to be done to address this climate emergency. So how do we bring those two ends of the spectrum together? We wanted to go to somebody who studies this. We're with Assistant Professor of the Department of Physical and Environmental Sciences at the University of Toronto. Tanzina Mosin is with us. Thank you so much for being with us.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: How do you see what was just delivered in this re- uh, report it it feels like we keep saying the same thing over and over and over and, and and little is changing are we actually you know speeding down the track where the track ends and and there's no safety plan in place or or can we reach these targets
1: well um uh, in terms of the fossil fuel targets. Uh, If you think about the recent IPCC report, it's reported that uh, the concentration of atmospheric carbon dioxide were higher than at any time in at least 2 million years in 2019. And concentration of methane and nitrous oxide were higher than at any time in at least 800,000 years. So you can imagine the concentration uh, is increasing in an unprecedented manner. So if we don't put a pause, we are going to see the temperature increasing um, at, this, at, at, at even a faster pace, right? So Yes.
0: So what truly needs to be done? Aside from, you know, political statements, gathering of world leaders, promises to hit targets by a date down the road, what do regular citizens like me need to do to change our behavior in order to lean in to those scary numbers that you just shared? Well, first
1: of all, we have to acknowledge that we are very used to comforts, right, in our day to day life without um, all this comfort uh, that is basically coming uh, from the expense of fossil fuel, right? Big human gas car people buy, uh, we are used to um, heat our homes, like, you know, we cannot keep it to below 20. We'll always keep it above 20. Yeah. And then if you think about the other sources of emission in urban areas in cities, right? Uh, So these are, so developing uh, is is what is happening everywhere in this world. Think about uh, countries like uh, those we used to call developing like China and uh, Brazil and what's not. So you can imagine that, um, you know, they are still developing. So this fossil fuel is going to be there. Uh, If we don't take drastic measure collectively, right? So this has to be done globally. Uh, A single country cannot make it happen, right? Right. We have to. That is what, if you go to the COP twenty six agenda, that is what the politicians are talking about. But how much it would be done is another story.
0: It's really going to take the the everybody pulling in one direction in order yes. to do this that's what i'm hearing from you you know because the argument is well canada can't do anything because china's the worst uh polluter or emitter or you know pick your other country that that has a larger population and more industry uh, that that is uh rooted in fossil fuels or less green technology or climate emergency motivation whatever we're talking about it with air quote it's it's going to require a global pull towards a new way of doing things Is that realistic?
1: Well, uh, if we think about uh, the associated temperature change that we are seeing, uh, it is uh, increasing uh, more than what we anticipated, what the scientists anticipated, right? So uh, think about the temperature change for this most uh, uh, recent decade. For 2021 to 2020, the temperature uh, exceeded those of the most recent multi-century warm period, which was around 6,500 years ago. And associated with that, you have all sorts of things happening that we never thought would happen. For example, human-induced climate change is already affecting weather and extremes, uh, sorry, climate extremes in every region across the globe. Think about Arctic ice. Uh, the Arctic uh, average Arctic ice area reached its lowest level since at least 1850. So, so these are these are all unprecedented changes, right? And some of these yeah. changes are re- irreversible. We have to keep that in mind.
0: So quickly, I mean, we've only got. A minute to go here. I I could talk to you about this for hours, honestly, because what you're saying, you're very pragmatic in the realities of where we're at and how different this is than any other time really in history. For those who want to argue that this would happen anyway, without human uh, fossil fuel intervention, what would you say to that person?
1: Well, uh, I would say that uh, if you look at the recent um, climate events, for example, the Arctic warming that was just reported last week. It was almost called like heat waves in Arctic, right? It was yeah. like um, branded like that. We, we have never thought of that kind of um, uh, incident, uh, extreme weather incident, right? So all these are uh, strengthened since, um, uh, since forever. So we are now noticing it, uh, these hot waves, hot extreme flooding and, um, melting of Arctic and Antarctic ice, but uh, this would never happen if there was not any climate change, not not uh, in this in this um, intensity and frequency.
0: It's not right. it's not possible. It's, there is evidence. Of that. The science, the science shows it, and that's why we yes. wanted to have you on. I really appreciate you taking some time to answer my my simplistic questions. Uh, but it, it's so important to have this conversation, Tanzina. Thank you for doing it.
1: Thank you, and um, thank you, Judy.
0: Have a lovely day. Have a lovely you evening. Too. You, 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 too. you too. Assistant professor in the Department of Physical and Environmental Sciences at the University of Toronto. Coming at it from the science perspective is Tanzina Mosin. We're back with On Point. I'm Jody Vanson for Alex Pearson. Eric Chapman joins me next.